Welcome one, welcome all, and welcome to an honest review of 1986's Chopping Mall. <laughs> Get it? It's a pun. There's going to be some spoilers ahead, so you have been warned. Right, Kofi, what's this fucking plot about, mate? There's a mall that we're brought to. It gets um, a new security system brought in that there's some drones that look a little bit like Short Circuit. They're brought in to take care of all of the thieves in the mall and a bunch of absolute fucking Bellens decide to have a party in the mall after hours. The drone centre gets hit by lightning, turning the drones into absolute murderous little bellends that just kill everyone instead of detaining them. I love the way that you're meant to tell us concisely what the plot's about, and that ended with little bellends. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Do they like fucking absolute budget Daleks from fucking Neto? <laughs> You know what set the, the set the level of the film for me is when they get in the display of what these new fucking robots are going to be. All three of the robots are exactly the same apart from their numbers. They're numbered one, two, and three. We see two knobheads in the crowd looking at the machines. And one of the guys goes, the one in the middle has an unpleasantly ethnic quality about it. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. What? Uh, I can't even begin to explain my annoyance. It's when they went, absolutely nothing can go wrong. Once that fucking little section about the drones finishes, we have like a 15 minute long intro of just <laughs> seeing things happening around them all. <laughs> really setting the scene. There's like, there's like some, some fit women in, a, in bikinis, isn't there? And there's one. Yeah walking around and some guy falls over while stationary on an escalator. Does your well does your <laughs> local shopping centre have that? Because where I live we don't have robots, but it it doesn't have women wandering around in bikinis either. The whole premise of this film like fucks itself up at the beginning as well because they go there's a satellite on the roof that if anything goes wrong it'll call the police in an emergency. And then this like rogue lightning storm that's happening with no rain whatsoever. <laughs> Mate, it's just random shots of lightning on a completely <laughs> black background <laughs> <laughs> this rogue lightning storm takes out the satellite on the top of the roof even though they've already explained all it does is call the police but for some reason that then sends all of these robots crazy <laughs> And then the scientist has to push all these buttons to try and fix it, which then just basically means once he's done and he's turned off the siren, he can go back looking at his porno. <laughs> and then he just enjoys a bit of porn before the robots just slice for his throat, even though the demo showed that they would always ask for identification before <laughs> killing anyone. <laughs> They just kill him anyway, so the whole thing's fucked. But this film is just Dawn of the Dead with robots, basically. <laughs> That's literally all it is. After you get the first, like, 15 minutes, the workers of, like, a furniture store have, like, met up with the workers from an Italian restaurant, have now decided to gather together and just have a fucking shag party, like, oh in a fucking furniture store. That's what sets the robots off. But they even kill fucking... There's some janitors fucking walking about, and one of them's the... You remember the guy from Gremlins who's like, oh, the bloody foreign putting gremlins in the machinery. He gets electrocuted. Hey, oh my god, that's actually a fucking brilliant death. Like, he's mopping the floor, and then the robot <laughs> fires, like, a little teaser thing, like, at the water. Yeah, he's like, what the hell is that, man? <laughs> it's very fucking obvious what it is, you fucking idiot. Jesus, move up the way. But again, why that time did it ask for identification? And then when he showed it, even when he showed it, it was like, fuck you, I'm going to kill you anyway. <laughs> 
his little like when he gets electrocuted that uh, you know that typical pretend electrocution noise <laughs> it's, the, it's the lack of CGI attempt completely yeah. where they just put little white lines all over his body yeah <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft bloody paint. Oh my god! <laughs> the people who have the party are also really fucking strange, aren't they? Because there's like there's like one guy who chews gum ridiculously fucking. Oh my god! What a bell end. <laughs> there's not one moment that he's not chewing gum in the no. whole film. <laughs> like literally the entire time he's talking. <laughs> Fuck off, mate! That other geek who they're like trying to get set up with someone down there, and they introduce him to someone called Alison. <laughs> like the, the introduction <laughs> fucking kills me. She's like looking away, and then she turns around in the chair and just goes, "Hi." Be <laughs> <laughs> this like grand reveal, like fucking Sharon Stone and Basic Instinct. <laughs> turns around, and it's just this average-looking bird. Like. <laughs> uh, I think it might be the chewing gum guy. He pops out to get his last some like cigarettes from like a machine. Yeah, because she doesn't smoke camels. The state of that bitch as well, though. She's clearly a fucking Lambert and Butler girl, like, isn't she? <laughs> but she, like, goes looking for him, because, like, he's went, like, missing after he's went for the task. <laughs> and she's, like, walking around in the dark trying to find him. Oh, hello, where are you? Where are you? And you can clearly see he's, like, his feet. Hang on. Was that the girl out of Terrifier? <laughs> Oh my, oh my god, god, Johnny, where have you gone? I can't where say are you. Get wake up. I'm pretty, wake up. I'm pretty sure all Connor's stupid American women voices just the, the same, same across all of these reviews. Go on, Johnny, get me fucking super kings. <laughs> But, like, his feet are sticking halfway across the corridor and she can't see him. What the fuck? <laughs> Until she bumps into him. What the fuck is wrong with yeah. that? <laughs> she just not look down ever. She just looks straight ahead. When she does find him, he's got his throat slit and it just looks like he's had just plasticine wrapped around his neck. <laughs> None of the deaths are that, that well done in this film, no. are they? <laughs> when, when the fucking... The, I think they're called protectors, aren't they? Them robots. Like, and a little arm just comes out and just <laughs> just touches someone in the neck and then they die <laughs> it's like a screwdriver yeah. <laughs> one of my favourite deaths that was where later on Susie gets blown up by a laser hitting a gas can that she's holding oh yes but I couldn't work out that, like, if you shot a gas can, surely the gas would go everywhere, and therefore it wouldn't just only set her on fire, it would set fucking everything around her on fire. <laughs> yeah. But also, secondly, why is the gas can just completely intact afterwards when it completely <laughs> blew up? <laughs> 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 That was like my second favourite death. My first favourite death was where the robot just grabs that guy and just lobs him over a balcony and he falls like three floors <laughs> just there. Just yeets him over the edge. <laughs> See you later, Cam. <laughs> what I love, right, is like the, the sound effects on it. Uh, the first the first death when when the little chewing gum knobhead gets fucking killed. I think one of the protectors comes around the corner and throws something at him and we just hear like little PowerPoint presentation <laughs> fucking noise and then he turns around and goes ah like, fucking hell do you know when he threw him over the balcony when he hit the floor they should just put a little drip sound you know like yeah yeah have yeah you ever, have you ever seen that video it's so Connor you're gonna have to find it now and put it over the I know top. which one you mean before you see it <laughs> it's like a midget you got him that was so funny 
probably my all-time favourite video I've ever seen in my life is that midget hitting the water with just a drink noise. Oh. He should have just played that when he hit the floor. <laughs> oh, my God. But more fucking sound effects and VFX that's fucking daft. Why do these security robots have lasers like they never had them before all the lightning storms done is made them evil how is it giving them extra weaponry all of the men and women get separated because all the women are flying through flying fucking hell all the women are like crawling through some some air different, pipes that's there. a different film <laughs> the men and women get separated because the women are superheroes <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're going through this pipe and then it switches to the guys and one guy's like we'll go to this sporting goods store to get some weapons and they're going and it's just a fucking gun shop now <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is because we're English but do sporting goods stores sell fucking weapons in yeah. America could you imagine going like it's fucking sports direct and getting <laughs> a fucking chicken <laughs> Newcastle shirt next year rifles <laughs> so all of the characters in this film are eventually picked off because they're just useless and we're left to like the final girl <laughs> basically the plot is she needs to take out the central computer which originally got hit with lightning so that then she can deactivate all of the other robots but then <laughs> oh my god she hides in like a pet shop from a robot and it's got an erotic spider farm in it the spiders that are on her are to begin with are clearly real but then when she gets up the, the tarantulas have clearly been replaced just by plastic toy tarantulas that look nothing <laughs> like them and when she gets up they just fall off her there's like no movement to it it just falls off her they even afford to clip the spiders onto her it's just so crap <laughs> It rings true for the budget, definitely, uh, which was 800,000. Ah, oh, you back wow. tether to me again. Do you want to know how I... Boys, I'm going to have to tell you a secret. The reason I knew that is because, I'll be honest, I didn't watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked up things to talk about online because I didn't watch it. <laughs> so, I, I got... I got to the bit where he went to get cigarettes and I turned it off because it was so shit. That is hilarious. I just thought I'm going to wing it. <laughs> and then fucking hell, man, I would have never known. <laughs> so, so, I'm just going to... I, I need to come clean to you and the audience. I didn't watch it. But I've tried really <laughs> hard to me. research it for you in five minutes before we did this recording. <laughs> so that I could at least make it a viable episode to listen to. How have you winged this so well? Like, are you that used to shit horror that you just know, I just know exactly what, happens. what the crack is? Like, I could have easily gone, oh, look, at the end where they bounce the lasers off the mirrors to kill him. That old classic chestnut, eh? Oh my god, that actually happens! <laughs> 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 You've just wikipedia your way through this review. I really Holy have. Shit. Even the opinions that I've given are not my own. I just researched them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is the, the most dishonest, honest review we've ever had. <laughs> well, it's pretty honest now that he's told us he didn't watch it. That's, that's actually true. You've come full circle. You've went from honesty to dishonesty back to honesty again. So look, lads, before this gets out of hand, I'm just going to say I didn't really enjoy this film, but I'd rate it like a 4 out of 10. Probably will watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I, I'd probably 
probably give it like a four or a five out of ten mm, because totally it was agree. proper mm, shit. Mm. But I, I do actually think I'd watch it again. Oh goodness me, that's that's generous scoring. Um, <laughs> I, I switched off. I'm not not literally not like Stu did. I switched on focus. I didn't turn the bastard film off. Turn a job to do. <laughs> But like after the first like half an hour, I was just like, I'm I'm done. This is just the same thing. Every scene is just someone getting shot at with fucking word art. You know what I mean? Well, I'd like to see our opinions on this film have been realistic. Two out of three of us, it's been. <laughs> uh, no, listen, I was here. I've done just as much reviewing as you have. <laughs> If you're listening, please fucking share this around. Please. Yeah. Just share it. Press the fucking like button. If you don't like pressing like, press the fucking like button now. Or I'll set three of these bloody drone. No, I won't actually. I'll set the fucking ethnically diverse drone on you. Press the like button. If you don't like pressing the like button, press the <laughs> yeah. like button. Yeah. What? That'll make people <laughs> want to press it now because I'm angry at them. Press the fucking like button. It's like, you know, that, that meme of the cartoon superhero with the two red buttons. <laughs> one of them just says press it and the other one just says press it <laughs> press it or don't not press it please thanks <laughs> well, well regardless of what decision you make in the end please keep supporting Unleash the Ghouls that was our partially honest review of Shopping Mall Stu you've been here I've been, I've been the most honest out of everyone <laughs> Kofi, you've also been here. <laughs> Kofi, you've been an ethnic-looking robot. <laughs> and from this surprisingly ethnically torned podcast, we'll see you next week for another Friday Fright Time. <laughs>